Welcome to episode 125 of the Joy Living Home podcast. I am kind of excited about the one today. I, It's funny, I swear everybody starts a podcast that way. I don't usually, I don't know why. It, I don't know why I just did. <laughs> anyway, let me get to the point. Um, you know, I love to do various forms of alliterations or acronyms or things that help me remember things. And so for the longest time, I would talk about how one of the best ways to help with your ADHD would be to have accountability, deadlines, and habits. And I used to say, if you're accountability, deadline, and habit deficient, that was part of your struggle with your ADHD. Again, I know it's a very multi-layered, nuanced, complex type of neurodiverse brain, but things that can help are actually some accountability, some deadlines that are legitimate, and habits, but habits is a very, it's, it's a word I use very cautiously, much like I use the word consistency cautiously, because typically when we think of the word habit, we think of something that is needs to be repeated on a consistent basis or else it's not really defined as a habit. I wanted to talk about sort of a hack for ADHDers in a way I want you to think about habits or at least setting yourself up with a habit or, you know, just a twist, twist on habits. To sort of set the background on this, I want to let you know that I, and if you've listened for any length of time, you know, I'm a a fan of the research that Gretchen Rubin does. She's a very intellectual podcaster over on the Happier podcast. She has a book called Better Than Before where she outlines like 21 different strategies to attempt to help you create your habits. What I love about her is that she does not assume all people respond to habits in the same way and she does not have a do this. This is the way. (laughs) She actually has a four tendencies quiz where you sort of find out what your tendency is to meet outer or inner expectations. And based on your tendency, certain things may work better for you or worse than you, but you're still an individual human with lots of nuanced characteristics and you find what fits for you. In the vein of that sort of try something and see if it works for you, I want to talk about one of her 21 strategies, which she calls the break the chain strategy or don't break the chain strategy. (laughs) And it's where, and she's got actual, I think, downloadable um, PDFs where you can try this don't break the chain thing. It's basically just a grid of boxes for either a month, a week, 365 days, if you're wanting to do something for a whole year and you just check mark it off or fill it in or whatever and this motivation to not break the chain like I've done this every day I've got to do this every day and the longer the chain gets the more motivating it is to not break the chain is one of the strategies to try I would say it is not a good strategy for us (laughs) mostly because of that whole all or nothing mindset if something would happen in which we would break the chain we're sick we're traveling we're having a kid crisis, whatever the scenario is, and we break the chain, then to us, it's done. We don't pick back up and go, well, let me start the chain over. Mm -mm, It's just done. So I don't want, I I mean, I try it. 
try it if you want to try it. I don't encourage it. The sort of strategy I would like for you to consider instead is this, oh, by the way, sorry, I'm going to digress just briefly. It's not that you're not capable of actually completing the chain and keeping it going. You have every capability that anyone else has. It's that you forget to keep it going. It doesn't, it doesn't hold a spot in your brain of all of the different executive functioning you're trying to perform, all of different things. And so you could say, well, I'll, I'll put reminders on my phone and I'll put reminders, you know, in sticky notes around my house and I'll tie it to this other habit and I'll, wonderful, use every possible strategy you need in order to make sure you're taking care of something that has to be done on a daily basis, particularly like remembering to take medications or remembering something else that has to do that's important for your health or for your job or for your kids or for your spouse or whatever. You're not incapable. There are just more things that can go off the rail. The alert might come on your phone in the midst of you doing something that you cannot react to it. The second you've stopped it, it's done. Like you're not going to remember to go back through that. For all of these reasons, that sort of consistent don't break the chain type of habit strategy is just sort of, it's a failure waiting to happen and why set ourselves up for failure? It's just it's not good. So the one I want you to consider is sort of a slight twist on this. And it's instead of saying, I'm going to make my bed every day for a month, it's coming up with a target goal that is measurable in a way where if you have to double up on a single day, it doesn't distract from that. I know I'm not explaining myself well, so let me give an example. (laughs) The make the bed one, for example. If you had decided you wanted to make the bed every single day and you forget in the morning, your morning's crazy, and then you notice it in the afternoon, great, you could still make it, still counts. Then all of a sudden you don't notice it until you're going to bed. And it... (laughs) Dependent on your level level of stubbornness, you may decide to just make it literally right before you then crawl into it. Still would count. And, you know, great if that's, if that's what you want to do to help yourself do that. But the moment you've actually missed, you can't the next day say, well, I'm going to make the bed twice and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make up for it. So I'll make it and then I'll unmake it and then I'll make it and then I'll unmake it and then I'll make it and that'll catch me back up on the three days I missed it's at some point you're like okay yeah it's just not sane um so I encourage you if you're going to go into the pursuit of something that you want to regard in the terms of a habit ish do something in which there is a recoverable action so for instance and this is why this whole podcast came about I'm in the midst of what I'm calling my February mini challenge mini month many spaces, little snippets of time, 10 to 15 minutes long. And we're trying to tackle just sort of doing a quick organizing slash decluttering purge in a space. I have missed some of those days. I've had a college visit with a kid. I had another sort of stress issue with a kid I needed to address. I said, you know, a day. I had a day. We're all allowed those. So if you're having those scenarios and I'm looking at my calendar now and going, okay, it's the 10th and you have only done four, five of them, you're five behind. It doesn't feel so overwhelming because I don't have to quit because it's this all or nothing. I didn't say it has to happen every single day. I'm saying it's 28 days, find 28 spaces I don't care if I do all 28 in the same day. It gives me outs to keep at it. This, I was on, I do these 
um, lives in my community group. And if you're not part of that and you're interested in sort of the visual version of this podcast, I pop on there very inconsistently and we'll talk about the things. So right now it's the mini challenge. I was discussing at that point, I was only three behind and I was like, I have, I have three choices. A, I do three today and hurry up and catch up. B, I do two today, two tomorrow and two the next day until I'm all caught up. C, I say, hey, I am in, let's say, my dresser right now. And so that I don't have to stop and like rethink everything and restart over and and every space has its own nuanced way you want to organize it. I can say, you know what? My dresser happens to have six drawers. I'm going to count each drawer as its own task, but I will be able to roll through those six drawers faster because it's a repeated action over and over and over again where I don't have to re- set my brain for all kinds of new thoughts of how am I going to approach this sort of declutter organization. I can say, I was giving myself 15 minutes, but today's a tight day. So now I'm going to do it in 10 minutes. I'm I'm still taking steps forward. I'm taking steps in the right direction so that if I have a grid of 28 boxes, it's not that I'm filling one out every single day. And if I miss, oh, it's done, over, you broke the chain. It's I can do tw- I can do 28 in a day. So if this sounds like something interesting to, y- interesting to you and you're like, I'm just now hearing this. Who knew about the mini challenge? I'm not part of the mini challenge. What's happening? <laughs> you could still join in. Start tomorrow on the 11th day. Do three a day for a few days. Say, I work all day. I've got craziness with my kids. I'm only going to do them on the weekends. Do five each day of the weekend. This is the type of quote unquote habit formation that I would have you lean into with an ADHD brain over, I have to do something every day or it can't be considered a habit. You have to be more creative. You have to shake things up. You have to set yourself little mini challenges every month and then you complete them and you, instead of saying, oh, cool, that worked really well. I want to do that same thing again next month. Nope. You're already going to be bored with it. There's no novelty to it. Pick a brand new thing to say, oh, new month, new thing, new excitement. But when you're setting it up, set it up where you have outs and ways to adjust and shift and still pick up the slack at the end when your urgency kicks in and you get a really productive day and you want to roll with it. Because the other nice thing is when you do start to hyper-focus, if you have this tiny little snippet and you have to stop yourself, tomorrow night might not be as productive a day. And you could have knocked several out while you're in a zone and you're missing out on that. So anyway, spoken way too long about a really simple thought. <laughs> so I'm going to stop there. Hope that little hack of how you think about a habit is helpful. If you want in on the challenge, we're doing it in the group. You can join the group by going to bit.ly slash joy loving home community. If you want to reach out to me and you're like, I don't want to be part of the group, I have um, little downloadable printables that I was trying to get on my website, but I'm a tech issue girl having tech issues, but I have found out how to email them. So if you want them, you can email me joy at joylovinghome.com. I am happy to shoot one back to you via email and you can print it or make your own. It's just a little cute little graphic with 28 boxes on it. It's not that complex. It's just cute because I made it Valentine-y looking and I'm filling out each day with a heart because why not? Have fun. All right. Until next time, continue to choose joy.